everybody, and welcome back to Send News, the inside gaming podcast where we talk all about video games. I'm Brian Gar, your host, and now the rest of the crew. I'm Evan Campbell. I'm just going first before there's no dead dead space. I'm oh, Alana going second. Good. I wish dead space still existed. Same. Hey, this this is Connor. I'm going to talk about another uh, space game. Yep. Hey, later. Pat- Patrick, last and best. <laughs> well, hold Dude, on. Jumping in quickly like that. And that this was, is uh, Connor. We'd- you already introduced yourself. And I'm Connor. <laughs> Damn it, Connor. We almost had it. We almost had it. Yeah, it's almost cool. so, like, close. Yeah. so close. No, no, it's good, I think. Um, guys, we have a lot to talk about today, but mainly the, the main story of the week is the Xbox Game Showcase. Microsoft finally showed us some exclusives for the Xbox Series X. Led off by, of course, Halo Infinite. So let's talk about that first. Alana, I hear you have some thoughts. Well, I actually just had a like behind closed doors demo with uh, Chris Lee and Paul Crocker, um, who are obviously working on the game, um, and also got some Q&A time. So we did actually see the exact same demo that they showed uh, at the press conference, but got a little more information, basically. Mm. Um, that mission that, that was shown is... Uh, about halfway through the game, supposedly, whereas what we saw last year was the opening. Um, And this game, I guess, really is all about Chief and the pilot, who is that new character that we saw. Um, Mm -hmm. They keep saying the pilot Antonio Banderas. Yes. Yes. (laughs) They keep saying the pilot is really important. Um, And I was kind of concerned. I was like, oh, is he going to be playable? Am I going to have to play as this guy when you know all I want is Chief? And I managed to ask that, and they said, no. You do not play as the pilot. You play as a Spartan the whole time, which I'm very happy to hear. Um, But I guess the pilot's role is to kind of provide the Cortana. I think it's supposed to be the human character to give you like a vessel into what it's like to be alongside the chief because he, by himself, pretty quiet guy. Not that that talkative. Kind of needs other people to fill out, you know, emotions and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's the purpose of the pilot. Uh, They also just. Did, Did he? And also, I don't know if he's Cortana. It's a really cool. Oh. I, I don't know. I noticed right away like that. It's it's kind of gives that element of like, what are you actually doing, Master Chief? And how much do you actually care about collateral damage? Because that guy's like, dude, I was trying to go home and now I'm going to die. <laughs> like, what's yeah. going on? Yeah. yeah, that's really kind of a cool twist on it. I yeah, do wonder seem- about like, how will Halo work without an AI babe with a dump truck? <laughs> mm, she got them titties, too. Yeah, you know? right. He doesn't seem blue. to have any titties. Hashtag so, not my halo. I might not play it. I don't know. Um, but they, they did say he's like Pass. the most human character they've ever had in a Halo game. They were like, he's just the most normal guy we could imagine. So, yeah, he's he's supposed to be you, I guess, whereas Chief is supposed yeah. to be Chief. Uh, even yep. though you are still playing as Chief the whole time. Also, sorry if you can hear construction noises in the background. They chose today to do that for some reason. It's great. I love it. Um, map size was a, another thing that I really wanted to ask about. It is open world. Um, I really? did ask how many worlds we can visit, and they were like, well, we don't want to spoil everything. So that makes me think that we will go to other worlds. Yeah. I uh, don't know how yeah. many. But it seems like I kind of want to say, like, Anthem in terms of the way that missions are going to roll out. Doesn't mean it's going to be Anthem in terms of gameplay. Hell yeah. <laughs> Learn from the best. And we can but use the, the boost on the channel. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I found Anthem, you know, fun that one hour that we played it for funhouse and i just made fun of james the whole time so there you, go. you know there's some quality in there um but it's it seems like there are core story missions um that they said they built to be a love letter to halo that they do take very very seriously this whole game is supposed to be uh just just a spiritual successor 100 it is supposed to be familiar but a little bit different um so those story missions are still there but and i'm not like 100 positive on this but it seems like you can kind of approach them However you want to, and can also do some side quest stuff or just explore the world. There'll be a ton of random combat encounters for you to find, a la a Destiny type. Um, it is still uh, split-screen co-op. Uh, four Ooh. players. All Ooh. Spartans. Uh, you can jump in and out whenever, which I'm, again, feeling is anthem and is cool. I did ask if they had a hub world. Again, just that construction. Yeah, now it's, here. <laughs> yeah, whatever. it's just It's just so loud. Just... If you just chief? give me, a, I'm trying to talk about Halo. Is that is a, that the chief? Oh, sorry, man. Could you just, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, uh, 
yeah again getting anthem vibes where it's like it's it's about your fire team it's about partying up and all that stuff so yeah but i am glad to hear they still have split screen co-op i was a little bit worried when i saw the open world vibe that maybe they wouldn't but they absolutely do um what else it seems that well like you're saying it's like a love letter and it definitely seems that way just that opening of that trailer i was like well this looks so much like combat evolved in a weird like high res way and the big the, armor reveal, yeah. And, yeah, just them kind of putting it all together. Yeah, the poster they revealed yesterday right. is basically just like a zoomed out high res version of the first Halo yep. cover mm-hmm. art. Yeah, to so me, I, it seems like they realized that people didn't like the direction with Locke, and so they're like, okay, let's bring it back. And I mean, I actually did hear that from in the studio that this game was supposed to yeah. come out earlier, but was pushed because they wanted to make it have more of a uh, original Halo feel, which I guess is exactly mm. what they've done. I mean, they brought Brutes back, which is the thing that I didn't think that they would do. And they did speak about the Brutes a little bit. Um, they really focused on the Halo legacy, even where Brutes are concerned, but focused uh, a lot on their AI behaviors. So like the Brutes are supposed to feel intimidating and really strong. And part of that is uh, leading you into this kind of visceral war experience. Um, and one thing they explicitly mentioned that I think is just very cool. I don't actually know if they showed this in the gameplay. I feel like everything I saw this morning was so frantic. I need to watch it all again. Uh, but they said brutes can pick up a grunt and throw it at you like a grenade. Yeah. That's right? I don't know. I just like that a <laughs> lot. That sold. Oh. Guys, <laughs> throwing down. smaller guys Because they showed you really picking cool. up that, like, yeah. box thing and tossing it at the grunt or whatever. That's right. Yeah, you said there's definitely, it. like, yeah. But I guess brutes can throw grunts at you. That's I don't know. So if you can cool. yeah, I hope we too. can throw grunts. Yeah, that would be yeah. if yeah. you could like grapple yeah. it and just oh, swing it around. You know the, the two <laughs> at the end of that, a rope. <laughs> yeah, the two that run at you with the two pulse grenades, and you just pick mm-hmm. them up and then throw them back. Uh huh. Oh. I did also find out the name of the grappling hook. Where did I write that? It has a name. I think it's grapple shot. James. Oh. Yeah, grapple <laughs> shot. Uh, hook oh, shot. Jimmy. Bianca. No, that's <laughs> Oh, that's cool. um, yeah, the two bits of equipment they really focused the most on were that drop shield, which we already saw, which is like not that dissimilar to Halo yeah. 3 anyway, but yeah. uh, is used to counter grenades, which uh, I feel like the original dome shield did not do so well because it was a bit slower. So you can drop it in time. That would be fast enough to drop that you could uh, deflect a grenade. It's also just to cover you when you need to get your shield back, which I feel like is going to be very important if this is more open and sandboxy. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. if, if you know this firefight that could come from every direction at pretty much any point in time i feel like having that shield is uh gonna be super important um yeah they also spoke about a new audio engine it seems very 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 cool uh the way everything's layered on top of each other and i think the gameplay in the uh showcase didn't have music but we did have music and it was just again oh. the original halo style ba, ba, like 100 yeah. they played that song i was very very happy <laughs> I want to know uh, how does the warthog feel. That's an important question. I would like to know to that too, but I did not get to okay. play yeah, it. Yeah, Alana. <laughs> it's the first thing they do in the demo that it they looks the same. showed. But I hope you can get out and use the gas canisters to refill. Can you grapple while <laughs> driving a warthog? About those. Because the physics on that. Look, I didn't make the game. Rural. I can't answer these kinds of questions. <laughs> What's the frame rate, Alana? How many polygons? Uh, Sixty frames per second, four yeah. K resolution, uh, more than ten times the processing power per pixel that they were able to do in Halo Five. How many flops wow. does the chief have? Oh, but he got Ugh. plenty of flops down there. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I like this line of questioning. Oh, I mean. right. <laughs> chief, I have big. Uh, I have a question about the. How does the open world like? What is the gameplay of this game if it's not just like progressing through a like every single other Halo game? What is okay, the? Okay, this is going to sound absolutely absurd, but I'm going to say this because it's the most recent open world game that, in theory. We have all been playing unless you're a bunch of fake gamers. I don't know. I don't know wow. what you're about. You could be fake gamers. How would I know? Um, I feel like to compare it to something very easy, you know, Ghost of Tsushima, when you're mm-hmm. exploring the open world, okay. you have main quests you can go to and you have side quests you can go to and they're all on the map as like silver or gold. Uh, yeah. It sounds like Halo Infinite's going to function very similarly to that, where you can go to one of the, hmm. the main story objectives and they will be in order or whatever. Um, and yeah, they, they did say that they feel very positively about the story. Uh, they said it's an epic personal story. And obviously cool. the pilots are really important, important part of that, um, that is cutscene heavy. So it is not just, you know, random objective or wave based things in the open world. Um, but you can also go and do side content or in theory, you know, even if it's a marker on your mini map, uh, you don't, you don't necessarily need to waypoint something. You could just stumble across it. So there's a lot of exploration encouraged there too, but it, it does still have a story. They just kept saying like, 
well, we wanted to make it so it's not just a hallway. It's a broad, expansive world for you to enjoy. And I was like, but I liked the hallways. It's a big hallway. I, I mean, like hallways. I've never been I'm cu- a hallway. Yeah. I'm curious about something. If this is open world, but it's Halo, like so much of open world games as of late is character customization, but I also don't see them giving you a lot of control over the way Chief looks. Maybe you get power-ups and stuff, but like, I, I mean, they even made such a big deal of the armor t- today. It you seems... can have any color armor you want as long as it's green. <laughs> yeah, right. All, Specifically is, all the camo. way to Kelly. Yeah. All of yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it seems to me like you are going to be able to upgrade your grapple shot and your shield and that maybe there is other tech like that that's upgradable. Yeah. Um, and that will be a focus. But I also, considering if you're playing with the party and it's supposed to be four-player co-op in one single world, wouldn't be surprised if you can have slightly different a little bit yeah. yeah i mean breath but of the wild know. we saw so much customization on a classic character that we hadn't really seen before so not totally yeah unheralded. i i could see them doing that because then it also ties into your identity and multiplayer which you know they didn't answer the question they did get asked um is going to be monetized so i have zero doubt that it's going to be monetized i really Ooh. hope the single player oh, really? is if i can if i can buy an oh. icp skin then it'll all be worth it <laughs> I mean, I know in Reach, uh, there were certain skins that you would unlock based on, like, how good you were. And you'd see people with these, like, cool helmets and be like, whoa, that dude's a supernova, what? And I never went that far. <laughs> I just had this cool lightning <laughs> helmet for the most part. Yeah, most of the um, cosmetic stuff is going to be, like, multiplayer oriented for sure, right? I think so, just, but I could see yeah. some, like, cross-pollination with it, maybe. Uh, I do expect that we will see some base upgrades maybe for the grapple shot. Um <laughs> I don't know what else we'll see in terms of RPG stuff, but you do raise a good point, Connor, that I feel like that often is a part of open worlds because it encourages exploration. You can't just make me explore mm-hmm. for something like another fight. There has to be some kind of reward. So uh, that'll be interesting to see. But right. yeah, I think that's pretty much everything that I got. I wish that it had been a longer demo or like a different section. Um, I think the only other thing I've noted here that I haven't mentioned is that this is a sequel to Halo 5. But uh, it is not going to be focused on Halo 5. It is very much focused on the future. So you don't need to have played any Halo games before to be able to fully understand this one. You should. Uh, you really should. Maybe not 4 and 5, but you should play all of the others. But you I don't mean, have yeah. to. So I, they think also, that's... I also read something about the world size just saying that it'll be several times larger than the last two Halo games. Which put together. Yeah. Sounds pretty massive. Yeah, yeah literally yeah. put yeah. together. So yeah, uh, Pretty oh, big. Uh, a lot of choice, a lot of freedom. You can run into objectives, set points on the map, navigate and explore as you go. Um, and I kind of think that that will work if I'm playing with other people. Like, I, I do feel like I will find that fun. Like, part of what makes it make sense to me as, as open world, which is something that I really want to reject as a Halo fan who plays through Combat Evolved literally annually, uh, it feels so wrong. But then when I think about it, I'm like, Halo is so good at vehicles. Yeah. If... I can actually just use those vehicles to explore an open world. Why not do that? Yeah. I actually think this yeah. will work. Um, I can just fly around an entire open world in like a ghost or in the warthog, obviously, in a scorpion. Like, th- there's so many options and they all feel so distinct. And I liked doing that anyway to the extent where in some early Halo missions, I'd get frustrated when there's like a weird wall that makes me get out of my vehicle. <laughs> so if yeah. it's something that we like doing anyway, even though it feels strange because it's different, I feel like it will be okay. Also, the 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 possibility of driving into unscripted combat scenarios is really interesting to mm-hmm. me. Like the idea of just like, I'm gonna play Halo for a couple hours, but just cruise around and see what I can get up to. Like that's that's pretty cool. Like you can Almost really like make your own pace. Almost like a GTA or Red Dead type. Yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Or or like Ghost of Tsushima, like you brought up mm-hmm. Alana. Like it does feel like. You could just come across maybe like a band of, uh, of uh, you know, enemies and just. I think that's the. Intent. I don't know if there would be bases and stuff. That'd be cool. I'm also the idea of Master Chief on a regular sized horse is doing a lot for me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. With also ask a katana. If there were horses in game, unfortunately. But I like his have. feet are almost on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> he's just that's walking. A big horse. Again, from the he's horse. seven foot tall. Yeah, he's. Yes. Right. I, I do no. have a question about combat. Uh, yeah. When what you're talking evolved. about. It does, yeah, <laughs> definitely evolved combat. Uh, we talk a lot about like combat puzzles when we talk about Halo games and the way like the structure of the enemies works, the AI and the way they behave. 
Like, do you think that they might be spreading themselves too thin? Is there any indication of that, like, that those encounters won't be as curated as they normally are? Because that's kind of what those games are about. It's, like, figuring out where the needler is or, like, finding those different weapons and, and working your way through those, those like, those combat puzzle situations in, a, like, a fun way, like, swapping your weapons and stuff like that. Do you think that's a concern or... I think... you think it's going to be more like Destiny where it's kind of just like, okay, we're just going to mow these guys on, down and then move on? If, if I were to guess... Um... Yeah, coming across different weapons is going to be hard, but the, frankly, like I tend to play Halo 1 Heroical Legendary anyway, where, son, you run out of ammo, so it, you don't get a fucking say in what weapon you choose. Yeah, it's like my totally. one pet peeve with Legendary, when people are like, that's all I play Halo 1. I'm like, but then I could never use the guns I like because I've run out of ammo. So yeah. I tend to play Heroic. But I feel like I don't have that much choice when playing on those difficulties anyway, yeah. unless you're playing co-op and you have your buddy kill you. So then you respond with full ammo, and then you kill oh. them, and then you go to the next fight. I love uh, it when my homies kill me. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I, I also only play the hardest difficulty. That's also Hell a thing yes. I do. I do that too. Mm-hmm. Right, everybody? Yeah, okay. yeah, right, everybody? You get that achievement in Halo 3 because it's not easy. You do that legendary <laughs> no, solo. No, I haven't. I think I, I, think I, did, I think I did co-op the first one legendary. I think that's it. It's though. super fun. Like I, Again, just a Halo fan. It makes it last longer. Is good stuff. So... In terms of weapons, yeah, I feel like that's going to be difficult. In terms of having exciting combat puzzles, I feel like Halo has always been sandboxy enough that you could still script certain environments to, like, we're going to have two hunters sit here because this area has this verticality or whatever. Like, I don't feel like it's going to be too difficult for them to do that. And I, I'm sort of wrong, but I feel like Halo has more enemy variety per individual instance than destiny does where like destiny's like sure there's enemy variety but a lot of the time i'm like ads 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 i don't know who you are i'm just shooting all of you in the face yeah whereas halo even in the gameplay we saw is you know a brute can apparently throw a grunt at you got those those cute little little grunts and then you got your elites who even automatically uh all function differently so i feel like those combat encounters are probably still going to feel pretty distinct. Um, it's probably most mostly going to be the Covenant, obviously, who I love, so I'm cool with all of that. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it will be really weird to see how you come across different weapons in the open world. Or That's why I really wanted them to answer if there was a hub, if there's, like, some kind of base where you go with all the other characters and that's where you, like, get your ammo or whatever, because I'm not sure how... If you run out of ammo in an open world and you can't find any more weapons, I don't know what you do. <laughs> Mm-hmm. What's the solution? I have absolutely no idea. So I don't know, but I feel like Halo can pull that off, basically. I know you got to run, but I have one last question, and maybe this is for the yes. group. Uh, do you think your human companion is going to die in this game? Is he marked for death? No. I don't right. think so. I think that's the I think case. that they need us to love him in the way that we love Cortana, and thus probably want to try to keep him around, because Halo's okay. not going anywhere, as I think long as it is. makes money. I think that's a safe bet, but I think that's a very what game writers are into right now. Or <laughs> what if they kill companion. him? What yeah, if they yeah. kill him and make him an AI with <laughs> a, a dump ass. truck? I have one more question for the group. What did everybody think of the graphics? Because I was noticing a little bit of pushback against them online. Mm. I, I didn't think they look bad by any means, but people were like, oh, this doesn't look next gen. Um, I, I don't know. I've never been a huge graphics person, but I, I I can see where people are coming from. I thought it was weird because to me it just looks like Halo. Yeah, so they hit my nostalgia bone. So I like I didn't even notice. I was just like, it looks like Halo. I wanted it to look more like Halo and less like the green glowy Halo, sorry, orange glowy Halo 4 and 5. So because it looks like Combat yeah. Evolved, I'm like, good. Yeah, <laughs> Give yeah, me that. I don't know. How about the rest of you? It definitely looked like Combat Evolved. Yeah, that was taking from that aesthetic big time. I think I got a little bit defensive about it even. Like, I think in one of my Discord, someone's like, man, this looks current gen. This doesn't look next gen. And I'm like, it's Halo. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to play this game. It's pretty it pretty doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, but we, I think it's fair. Like, nothing, honestly, to me, looked like next gen in that way that, like, the Ratchet and Clank uh, trailer looked in the, the PlayStation showcase, yeah. at least, like, in terms of what they showed. But, yeah. How did you, what would you guys think, Patrick, Connor? Well, we watched it in a VMix call. Cause we yeah, I got to watch it again because it so was, it, like, 480. It looked terrible. <laughs> 
to us, but uh, yeah, we haven't actually, I think, seen the full res version yet. I haven't. Anyway. Yeah, you will be shocked. Yeah, it once, looks probably like you're thinking. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Once that trailer ended, I, I pulled up the stream in a separate monitor and it synced it up because I was like, I can't watch every <laughs> game trailer like yeah, this in this yeah. potato yeah. quality. So I'm going to go back and watch it. Um, we were recording stuff, so I didn't get a chance to. But I mean, I could I could tell I'm like, this looks like Halo. This, this looks yeah, like a yeah. crisp Halo. Uh, so that's good. I mean, like I didn't grow up with like an Xbox, so I, I got it. I played, you know, parties at, you know, Halo two at my friend's houses and stuff. So I don't, I don't have it. Cool. So we get much. it. You have friends and you went to yeah, parties. You, you were too all right, busy I, talking I, All right. To all me. right. It was a TV in the woods that fell off a train and my friends were rabbits. Are you happy? Yeah. <laughs> you got it out of me. Fuck's sake. I think it looks good. It, it doesn't look amazing, but I also feel like we've reached such a point of diminishing returns that I'm like, it's yes. Fine. It yeah. looks great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So that is Halo Infinite. Let's talk uh, some about the other games they dropped and, and sort of their big mic drop. They led with Halo Infinite. The big mic drop at the end was a teaser trailer for Drumroll Fable. There is a new Fable <laughs> game. Playground Games is working on it. It's what we all thought. It's been leaked. They didn't show much, but. It, it I, I thought it was good of them to hold that for the end to to kind of end on a nice big reveal like that. I, I don't know that we we don't know uh, almost we know next to nothing about it, but um, I, I think that did serve to generate a lot of excitement. Yeah, totally. I think it maybe the sting came off of it a little because I think people have even when I made a video about like games to expect this summer, like before summer even started. People were saying that this was this, this was like the worst kept secret in, in gaming history, and right. Alana, you even told us as much uh, that you had heard that that playground was working on a fable game so i think that probably stole a little bit of their thunder i think people would be a little bit more excited if it was a complete surprise mm. but also they you know they did the classic like here's a really fun teaser but we're not going to really show you what the game looks like so now it's right. just kind of like okay let's wait and see yeah i'm glad they have fun with the teaser like it's not like that elder scrolls thing we saw at e3 like two years ago just it's a just mountain. a landscape and it's like right yeah, yeah. <laughs> elder <some> scrolls <laughs> yeah it's right. like cool uh, um, even though I knew it was coming, I was still really, really excited. It's fucking power drills. I swear to God. I'm just trying to get my Halo thoughts out, and then I have to go because we're interviewing Aaron. <laughs> but uh, no, I just, um, I, I was still really excited to see it, even though I knew it was in development because several Xbox employees had told me that it was, or Microsoft employees, I suppose. Um, it looks a lot more realistic than I expected. I'm wondering if that city in yeah. the background is Bowerstone. I, I want to take a closer look at that to see what time frame it's set in because... I would prefer the guild was still around and Jack of Blades shows up, but I don't know if they've gone further into the future. Um, it, yeah, it definitely looked more realistic than anything we've ever seen out of Halo, which I feel like aligns with what Playground do. For Forza is beautiful and looks realistic too, so it makes sense. I was super glad to see it. I got nervous towards the end that they weren't going to show anything, and I was like, don't make me wait even further, but just like, even though I had been told having the confirmation, I was still really excited. So I feel like a lot of people have been sort of lukewarm uh, on the conference, but I think because all I wanted to see really was Halo gameplay and Fable, uh, I got those things. Yeah. So I'm in a good mood today. Good conference. <laughs> good stuff. You made it for me, and I appreciate it. Well, you, yeah. you called um, Phil, and you said, "Buddy, if you disappoint me, I swear, I swear to God, to God you're it's fired. over. It's the hell, over. I will rain down on you." Um. All right, I have to go. You guys, uh, okay. enjoy the rest of the show. Bye. 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 Have fun with Aaron, your best Bye. friend. Bye. Yeah, my best friend. Bye. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, they had another, I mean, they had other exclusives they talked about, uh, or at least teased, uh, State of Decay 3. We got to see a zombie moose. Oh, it was a deer. Was a deer. It was a deer. Oh, it was a deer? Oh. Certainly a deer. <laughs> we Whatever. dragged you in the, in the oh, room. Oh my God. A wholesale yeah. ass beating on camera. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it looked like a deer to me. I was just happy to see a four legged creature scream at a human. Yeah, half yes. a face. It's like, that was awesome. <laughs> it's one of those things where it was super ex effective, I thought. It was just a person cool. and a bow and arrow and then a zombie. Dear Moose. That's, yes. that's one of those games <laughs> where it definitely is a, a wide distance between the cinematic and the gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> but not so, mm -hmm. not so much as others. It's not Diablo. Like, yeah. you get that any same Blizzard tense game? feeling. Yeah, or any Blizzard game. But, like, it is so funny to see, like, this, like, super high res, like, 
moose deer with half of its face missing and then just be like you know it'll be like and just kind of like shamble towards you in the actual game and you'll be like oh fuck oh shit and then just run around in circles and bounce off of a counter and (laughs) lose a person from your party (laughs) totally yeah Yeah. i mean i I don't know it was uh, the thing that uh, speaking of teasers i mean for me the one that interested me quite a bit was avowed the new rpg from obsidian looks kind of skyrim-ish i mean that in the very complimentary way uh again we didn't see much but i i just i felt like overall and and y'all can talk about your favorites too but it, it just felt like there was a big variety of stuff and I, I thought that I thought Microsoft did what it needed to do in terms of, you know, come out with some some exclusives. They kind of did the thing that they've done in the past where just like every game exclusive world premiere. Yeah, world premiere. Exclu- yeah where it's console like, okay, limited it's like exclusive console. launch exactly. premiere world. Yeah. And sometimes it's even confusing, like even though they, they market like that, you're like, what does that actually mean? Right, console right. Exclusive, like first console stuff, especially. Yeah, like maybe first it's a launch for a month yeah. or something. Yeah. you know, or they have an exclusive marketing deal. You just, know, I, I don't, I don't know. know. Just but, sounds better than timed exclusive. Yeah, I guess so. I think so. Uh, but Avowed looks cool as hell. I don't know if you so want to like blaze through all these, the but I just gotta say, like, no, just with like the the cinematic trailer, like I was worried it was gonna like flip into like an isometric RPG, and then <laughs> then it goes, it looks away from the camera, and then you just pull out the sword. I was like, yes, yes, dude, yes, that's awesome. Yes. And then you draw the rune. I was like, fuck yeah. Well, and it like gives you like a just the smallest hint of gameplay, and then yeah. cuts right before the. Sh- it, I think it was a great trailer. Um, it- very excited it for feels that. like they're 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 going more heavily into rpgs i mean you've got that you've got fable yeah. i mean they bought obsidian yeah. so outer worlds dlc uh, right yeah i i just it, whereas i i exclude i associate you know xbox more with sort of your halos and your gears of war and and we still are gonna totally. have those but but i like that they're they're covering their bases more than it it's just not a halo and a forza machine this time well yeah. in fa- i mean fable was there yeah. RPG franchise. Mm-hmm. That's true. That was yeah. kind of their only thing. Um, right. But I remember there may have been some other stuff too. But I mean, I'm a little better. I was thing. holding out for Alpha Protocol too. Uh, I like Obsidian games. I think they're weird in, in RPG, but it's good to see them oh, yeah, return to their like roots like that. I mean, of course, they. I'm sure there's like some people that were digging deep for <laughs> Knights of the Old Republic, some kind of return of that because they they do have history there. But we've you know, given up. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, We've given up on that. I think overall for me, and I don't know, we'll probably have like wrapping thoughts, but I think like the two coolest things about the showcase was uh, just the Game Pass stuff, like knowing how much oh, of the yeah. stuff is coming to Game Pass. And then also um, the smart delivery where they showed the the Ori thing, right? And like, I'm kind of a sucker. So every time like a definitive edition comes out, I'm like, oh man, Am I going to buy this game again? And then they're like, oh, yeah, don't worry. We got you. This is smart delivery. You already own this game. So when we make it better on the new thing, you already right. just download it. Like Such that stuff cool is really undersold in a showcase. And I think it's cool. Like the, that's like a big deal. And I think where people are down on the showcases in terms of spectacle, but in terms of what the Series X is going to bring in terms of and even on your PC, right? Like that stuff's really yeah. Cool. We kind of talked about it on the, that on the daily that there was so much stuff that was like teased at like the xCloud Game Pass integration and yes. smart delivery and mm-hmm. uh, just like the multi-device stuff. But like clearly they were like, this is a show about games. We're not going to upstage anything. We're not going to take time away from the games and the trailers we have prepared. Right. So like, right. I feel like they've gotten back on the horse after the last announcement, like in terms of like that first misstep which still very cool games announced. And we even saw, I think, yeah. at least one of them again today, Medium. Uh, yeah. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's stuff that they kind of like, just very like lightly hinted at. I'm just like, oh, I, I really want to see what's that, what that is. I think I was, for me, it was um, Avowed. It was cool as hell. I'm also, and I didn't think this was a good trailer, really. Um, but that, what was it? The Remedy game. What was that called? Oh, uh, was it the one with X going to give it to you in it? Cro- Crossfire <laughs> X. Crossfire X. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So was bad, that the f- bad, oh, confusing yeah, yeah, yeah. trailer? But mm-hmm. Remedy, Remedy only makes hits. All right, <laughs> Remedy is exclu- yeah, like Remedy. exclusively home runs. Yeah. So uh, anything that they make, I am on board for and excited about, regardless of trailer. Uh. Because the trailer was bad. 
trailer was but, very bad. Well, it just didn't make sense. I didn't know what was They're happening. like that director whose movies you're always going to go see. It's like... Yeah, yeah that's it, true. It, yeah. Like, I'm going to go see Quentin Tarantino movies, even if it's three and a half hours long. It <laughs> yeah, takes place yeah, yeah. in one room the whole yep. time. Exactly. Yeah. What's the one we don't talk about? Was also, Quantum Break them or no? Uh, yes. Yeah, Quantum okay. Break was them. Uh, between Alan Wake and Control, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure um, I heard yeah, I right. heard cheers from my room, uh, from my office when Stalker Two was announced. Coming oh yeah, Series X. That stuff's pretty cool. Like I know there's a contingent of Stalker fans out there just waiting. Oh, for waiting. sure. Stalker Everwild looks super cool too. That from Rare, like this sort of it does. Very- but- what is very it? stylistically animated i don't know you're like communing with nature and controlling animals it, it, or something yeah, i don't it might be like a friendly a monster game. hunter i think <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean like it very well could be i don't know it could be anything mustache buffalo looks awesome mustache buffalo <laughs> very good walrus walrus buffalo yes. Wilfred Brimley. that's my new solo I, hit country album yeah, uh, whatever that creature was, it looks really cool. Big long tail, ripping up trees, uprooting <laughs> left mm-hmm. and right. Mm-hmm. Give me more. Uh, it's very hard to cool. uproot a tree with your tail. It is, too. yeah. So that's, that was people don't talk about impressive. that. No, they don't. Um, of course, we got a Forza game, Forza Motorsport. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's just like a reboot <laughs> at this point, but I, it looked cool. They always look. They always kind of push the the, the graphical boundaries if that's your thing i'm sure you're going to be excited about it it's kind of my thing i really like the uh horizon series uh because the open world aspect is really fun instead of just like going from race to race you can just move around in the open world uh maybe they'll do something like really that's they haven't really pushed the boundaries in that series they kind have like the last one added weather and season so maybe next year we'll see like i don't know like (laughs) dream stuff is like kind of what they're doing with flight simulator which uh, comes out in a couple weeks now, but like we should play that. that. We <laughs> should looks, play that. Looks but good. Like, it's uh, that is like the whole world, I think. So like maybe <laughs> they'll like do more big swinging uh, Forza stuff with like a huge map, and, like do what the crew uh, two could not. I'm gonna buy some aviator glasses right now for that. <laughs> I'm gonna get one of those uh, huge control commands. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the flight stick and the dials and all the levers and pedals. Oh. Can we? Can we talk about? Sorry if you have anything else to say about Flight Sim, but uh, can we talk a little bit about the, that trailer that was in the? Gosh, I'm forgetting the name, and, that, and I've interrupted everybody to talk about this. But the the pre-show trailer, which was like a mix of a Sonic game and like Kingdom Hearts, but like super oh, I didn't GB. see the pre-game, the pre-show. Oh, I know, it, I didn't see it, but I heard about it. I'm gonna uh, look it up right now because now I've done this. I've cursed us in this way. I and just, was it uh, that Balan Wonderworld? Balan yeah. Wonderworld, and I yeah. just Square Enix, yeah. I just wanted to say, as somebody who loves video games, no game has signaled to me that it is not for me more than that game. Like I hate <laughs> everything about it. It looks just terrible to me, and I just like cringe the whole time. Like I can't. I'm just my spine is shaking inside. Good, good. I'm gonna look that up after. Yeah, I'm gonna also look that up. I really want to see what it is you're seeing. Oh. It's like a mark. You like, reacted so strongly toward. Yeah, yeah. the thumbnail and, for the video is like, or the the trailer is, um, it's like a Cappy from Mario Odyssey, but like yeah. with no body and like a shadow face, and it's it's almost like. It's like almost like Pokemon. It's like almost there, but not quite. And it's What's, just Uncanny Valley enough in a way that is deeply unsettling to me. What's on a it called? Levels. A Balan Wonderworld, I think. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It was weird. L A N. It was strange. I'll check that out later. Speaking of the pre-show, I thought Jeff Keighley did a good job with it. Actually, normally I don't like pre-shows. It just feels like. Uh, a, a couple of you know influencers sitting around just shilling mm-hmm. nonstop, but I thought I thought he kept it moving and uh, he rotated out different sets of guests. Alana was on that uh, at the beginning, yep. And, yeah. But then also mixed in like trailers and, and things like that. I, I thought they did a really good job with it. I mean, well, you didn't go to you're Dorito mostly saying that. You're mostly saying that because you got news about Dragon Quest, right? Yes. Yeah, that's all you wanted. You're, it's you're coming to Game Pass, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, who, I've who already. Cares? I've already. <laughs> times have you already beat it? <laughs> I've already like almost finished the definitive edition up on my Switch. It's. Uh, 
I, I think it, it must have done well. All of my shilling for Dragon Quest must have paid off. <laughs> it was you. You were the influence. They're right. porting it to mm-hmm. everything now. That's right. I'm going to take are. full yeah. credit. I'm just going to say real quick, wow, Evan, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> it just, just screaming at me like, this is not for you. <laughs> yeah. I, I like. I, I want to play a 3D platformer. Like what the last one, good, the last good one was probably Mario Odyssey one and two, oh, or sorry, um, Galaxy one and two. Bizarre. But, like, yeah, that's just gonna leave a bad so. taste in your mouth. Okay, yeah. Well, don't worry. With uh, Square Enix behind it, it won't be out for another ten years. <laughs> that's so. comforting. At least. <laughs> there does seem like a lot going on with that game. It's just like a weird mashup it, of yeah, yeah. a lot of different things. It feels like I'm gonna get like a cavity looking at it, and then like yeah, also yeah. those like weird like anime eyes on like the chibi kind of stuff, and just like mm. whoa, no thanks. It's like a right. cheap DreamWorks movie. I'm starting to feel bad for anybody who might have liked that game. I'm sorry, it that's just my if you like like it, You're takes. bad for liking it, and I, you, you, you're a, you, you suck. Go. No, I, if you like it, that's fine. God bless. On a more positive note, Fantasy One Star. Fantasy Star. You Hell yeah, fans. That's gonna be good. No, I'm not, but not I know really, Brian probably really is. My I like Fantasy Star too. Yep. No, I like it. Yeah, and uh, it's a PH because it's from Philadelphia. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I was Only, confused. Is is this? A remake or, or or like a a sequel or just like a upgrade for the next? I think it's consoles? like an upgraded game, kind of like when they came out with the new Final Fantasy fourteen. Like I I don't know. I think okay. it's okay. like upgraded for next gen. I could be wrong, but yeah, they said like you're gonna be able to carry your character over and all that. So it felt like so- somewhat of an upgrade. I, they okay. they were kind of fuzzy about it. Yeah. I think the only other two big games we haven't talked about yet are, oh, maybe there's three. I, Tetris Effects, which hey. was cool. I think, were there people playing with PS5 controllers in that trailer? Did you guys see that? I saw you tweeting about that, or oh. at least slacking yeah. about it, or discording about it. Some platform. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, right? Like there's I was no like, way. Did they just put PS5 controllers in here? Or do you think the Series X is going to have that black I, and white I shell have to watch it again. I, I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. I didn't even think about it until I saw you say something because I was watching it. I forgot it was like a trailer and I was like, yeah. oh, this must be like a dev spotlight or something. Um, the, the other game, I think, that was interesting well, to me. Oh, sorry. I, go ahead, Connor. I do want to talk about Tetris Effect for just a second because it's sure. not a game I knew I wanted again until I saw the trailer <laughs> and now it's all I need. It's yeah. it's <laughs> because like I played the last one a couple of years ago on PS4 and like loved it, but then got it was so good. far into it that yeah. like you know, the Tetris effect is named for the psychological effect of seeing the Tetraminos yeah. in everywhere in your life, like in idle thoughts and nightmares and just, <laughs> and that started happening to me because I was playing Tetris effect and Tetris 99 and I had Tetris on my phone and like <laughs> in bouts of anxiety or like when I was dreaming or when like my thoughts would wander, I would see them fitting together just like yeah. <laughs> in my head. And it's, I looked it up. I was like, oh, I didn't realize this is a real thing, but I'm going to go yeah. back in. <laughs> Yeah, totally. so I mean it's brave. a classic. So like it's one of the best games ever and made. Tetris yeah, Effect and is so good. Making... Yeah, it is. It's just be amazing song, in VR. Yeah, and just hearing that song, like I felt like I was awake yeah. as a sleeper. So like just like oh. yeah, yeah. So, like right before the name came on, I was like, <laughs> oh, it's Tetris Effect. Yeah, uh, uh, that's it. That's, uh, it's, I said my piece. No, it's good. It's it should be recognized. Uh, the gunk. Did you, do you see that? Uh, it's a Steam Love World the team. title. Yeah. Love the title. Great title. Great, great title. It great like stylizing it's... on the title too. It's just yeah. like really like pulpy. Ugh, if good, it good if stuff. it were up to me, every game would be about ooze and gunk yes. and goo. Sunshine. Did we see a full trailer for that, or was it just like a little teasy? No, it, 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 it was gameplay. Gameplay, yeah. It was a trailer. Okay, all right. Yeah. And it's the first time I think that team has made like a like a polygonal three D game, like where it's not two D because it's Steam World. It's like usually Steam World Dig and right. uh, Steam World Heist and those those games. Mm-hmm. So it, you know that they have the fundamentals down for whatever kind of genre they approach. Right. You right. know, because they usually you know they'll take on a genre and they make a Steam World game out of it. And yeah, to see them do this kind of like it's like. Mario Sunshine in reverse, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Or I guess Luigi's Mansion because it's like a vacuum. Yeah, um, but with like a way cooler physics, right? Yeah. yeah, but with gunk. I like that it was the Hellboy gunk. arm. 
Yeah, yeah that was cool. Yeah, yeah, but we yeah. were we were on stream. She reaches out and touches this ooze with her other hand, and it's like, "What are you doing? Yeah, you have use a metal hand. Touch it with that. Use your big garbage you truck hand, <laughs> psycho." I, I like how they they said that it hurt them, but there wasn't any like animation or anything. But it's like, oh yeah, in gameplay, you know not to touch that stuff because it's just gonna inexplicably yeah. cause. It's pain. never good. Yeah, yeah, yeah never I'm on a desolate space rock. What's that? <laughs> I did, I did like, think. Have you seen any sci-fi horror movie? <laughs> Let's Literally any single one. Yeah. I liked the beginning where she's like, huh, "This just another stupid space rock." Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, and the yeah, art style yeah. is like a cartoon. I yeah. hate it's like why rock. is why she's is very she gritty? Edgy? Yeah, <laughs> she has PTSD. They're one of those yeah. developers too that like they've done such a good job with the Steam World games. I'll, I'll probably check it out just because I, I like fun. that franchise. If, will this be a Game Pass yeah, game? Right, all the games we saw. They mm. all will. Great. Well, I don't know right? if this is the first. I don't know if that's a first party one. It might uh, not be. But I thought it was well. good. Question. I thought it was all the games you see today. They said. maybe maybe maybe, maybe that's I right. might be wrong. I might have misheard that. Yeah. It's... Speaking of first party, Psychonauts two also yeah. uh, look cool, and they we we got to see Jack Black, you know, doing Our rival. His, his yeah, Jack Black. Thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Our YouTube rival, direct competitor, head to head between us. <laughs> Just dove right into gaming and immediately had a bazillion subscribers. Yeah, yep. that's weird. Had he done uh, anything else before that? That seems odd. No, nope. I mean he was yeah. in Brutal Legend, so but like not he that had I know cred. Of, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was I so think, sad. I think I, just I thought, that. Yeah. I thought there might have been because just a chance seeing him, yeah, in the studio like that. Yeah. I thought there might have been just a chance because I know a lot of people didn't like Brutal Legend, and you know that was kind of Double Fine's first big AAA foray, I think, on their own um, or like as a studio, not as an independent. Um, and it was, of course, because of the the turmoil that that game caused that they decided to change their whole like uh, development model to make smaller indie games and produce them out. Uh, the way they do and that's why we got like really rad games after that like stacked and like iron brigade and uh, a bunch of like day of the devs like all that stuff now is because like brutal legend did badly but there's still like a place (laughs) in my heart for like a really cool game about metal because yeah fucking metal rules (laughs) like i think it's like doom is like the closest we're gonna get to that yeah (laughs) Yeah. i think so yeah that's right well who knows though i mean maybe if psychonauts 2 does well they're like hey we would love a tootle legend (laughs) they also also kind of of uh, talked about a couple narrative games there's that as dust falls uh yeah it would look really cool and then uh i think tell me why about the siblings so they again kind of a variety they were they were it, it wasn't all just shooty games it was uh, I, I thought just a real nice range of stuff they were presenting. Yeah, and yes. I'm I'm excited to never play any of those. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I don't want no. a but, story. I'll read a book. Yeah, yeah, or I'll play just a game that has more gameplay and is also has a good story. But I I am I'm glad they have stuff like that because yeah. you know a lot of the chat was like dumb. Don't want to play this. Yeah, it's good to expose people. Yeah, move on. It's like you you understand though that there are people who love these games. Yeah, and yeah, and it it really it can push storytelling in different ways. Sure. Like, yeah. I mean, you have some a lot of people playing Life is Strange. I think it's a little slowly paced for me. Like I played the whole first one and then before the storm and the first episode of two. And at a certain point, you're just like, okay, (laughs) all right. Let's just just watch the, a movie, maybe right, or a TV the, right, show. The music, <laughs> right. the but, music gets pretty fucking grating too in those games. It's like what, just like the bony bear right, and stuff. The fucking acoustic. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's fine. That's the vibe of the whole just game. The most... That's what you're signing up for. <laughs> you, yeah. can't, you can't complain <sighs> about that. I kind of agree Come with Patrick. Like, I it was did, really like, good in Captain Spirit because Captain Spirit like, was such a short I, experience. <laughs> Am I in middle school discovering emotions for the first time? Like Maybe this it's music not is for not you. good. <laughs> I think it's yeah, having kind of like know. the Juno effect that Juno had on independent films. <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. Do you know what That's I mean? That's true. Like, to, yeah. to an extent, like yeah. I see what you're saying, yeah. Patrick. I, I do I, like yeah. those games, but I think we should but get what? more games like Unraveled, where it's like a fiddle. Music like a really with some hard... balls, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> some the stones. I was, the one I keep thinking of that, that I really liked was the Telltale Walking Dead games, and and for. All that tell, Telltale kind of ran that format into the ground, but that's one that I really remember. In their company. Sort of, yeah, well, right. <laughs> but I really liked the story behind that game. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, I don't know. Yeah, the format in which it was told. I, I mean, it won that first 
season of it like did really well it was like game of right. the, game of the year for the game awards or something and deservedly so yeah it was good and then yeah just as it happens you know what bumps me out about the whole telltale thing is like they kept getting all that money and all those licenses and they never fixed like the one bug in all of their games that seems to be really important for decision-based uh, storytelling which is like engine. a save bug yeah like you could just, just lose your yeah. save never seemed like, to innovate that much yeah and all the technical no. garbage it's just no. they had that engine and they went they Whoopsie. went yeah. with it <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> oh no we never updated our game i don't i don't know what that uh what's it called if when if dark falls or something what is it called dusk is, falls if yeah. dusk falls when yeah. dusk falls dusk might fall is that what looks, the game looks like, looks like, like it like? might dusk i don't know i think so i'm sure that maybe it'll have like a like a visual it novel like a feel to it, but like a little bit higher fidelity. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Have you ever, have you ever seen those motion comics where it's like it's just a comic book, but they that's they how take uh, like the the comics panels and sort of animate them a little bit. Like it's that was how like, Hitman Two did cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's some yeah, budget similar, very similar. Yeah. So like, as does Falls, that's it'll be like that. Maybe I I don't know. I mean, I'm interested in, in the story. The fact that it like jumps so far ahead, but like that's a game for me that if if it's any longer than three hours, I'm like, all right, yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. all right, <laughs> let's 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 like maybe you know if it's only so interactive, I I would like it if if it's like an experience that you can like choose your own adventure and then maybe you like come back and play it again and it takes like a couple hours to do, then that's cool. But if yeah. it's like longer than that, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's not for I know me. What you mean. Yeah, yeah, I totally know what you mean. Did you? Did either of you play Vermintide? Because the the new 40k no. thing. Oh seems yeah, Dark rad. Tide. Dark Tide. Yeah. No, but um, but uh, the backwards compatible boys were excited for it. I think I don't remember if it was Cole or Kyle. Uh, Cole. So maybe in the future we can get some 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 more words from them about that. Yeah, I, I'm very Those interested. Are... It seems. Those are supposed to be pretty fun. I right? mean, that first yeah, shot of all like, the of all the creatures, yeah. the zombies, very mm-hmm. cool. It's cool when the light sweeps across it, and there's yeah. just like four hundred of them. Whoa, uh oh, <laughs> not good. It made me <laughs> want to go out and spend five hundred dollars on toys, which is what, War, <laughs> what Warhammer is, to my understanding. Is yeah. a, I totally. don't. Yeah, I, that's one of those things where I know some people right. are really yeah, into yeah. it, but game. past that, I don't know. Anything. I, I have, yeah, there are models have, involved. I have friends who are into like I don't know if it's Warhammer specifically, but that type of like yeah. miniature gaming, whatever you with want like to call the it. rulers and everything, and you're checking the. And it okay. is an expensive hobby. Yeah, and you got to oh, almost intentionally shit. so. Yeah, <laughs> weird, right? It's almost like they got to have an agreement with like landlords because it's a but, it's a pretty space intensive hobby too. Yeah, yeah, what is the attraction there? I don't or like yeah, if you go into a comic well, store, sometime you'll see them with all their shit out, you know playing i mean it it's a just... it's a game you know like sure. it's it's a i've i've played like i haven't really played D with miniatures or whatever but like um what is it star wars armada or x one yeah yeah i played those D&D are with games, miniatures too yeah those that's... are games that are super fucking fun and it's yeah. like yeah do you need a a replica of like the slave one or whatever that's this fucking big no yes does it kick ass to have it <laughs> yeah yeah dude yes. exactly dude, yeah. anything yeah. of slave one or two <laughs> yeah. is worth exactly. having <laughs> fucking the lego miniatures yeah. very three-dimensional it's, puzzle it's the coolest ship in sci-fi as far as i'm concerned yeah i, I so, just sorry go ahead i think that's i think that's a big part of the appeal too is like yes totally. it's a fun game with like deep mechanics and all this stuff but ultimately like you want a box of toys that yeah. you can own as an adult right. it's an and adult play with toy. right and have yeah. a reason but, to have them but the rules are hard to understand so it's for adults not <laughs> it's kids. right it's you know gatekeeping I mean? that's I what mean, makes yeah. things fun also yeah. Be- Hell yeah. before like really in- before strategy games could get like a really like become really really good looking i think it's like there's something to that aesthetic of having like model trains or whatever but having like a realistic sense of time of like space um in terms of like strategy and like battle tactics and how elevation can change that sort of stuff i know there's like yep. rules around all that stuff with 4k yeah. uh, 40k stuff and 4k 40k 40k stuff warhammer 40K? sorry mm. 400 Ugh. million thousand anyways i think there's just one more thing i wanted to call out attention to just because y'all are editors as well and i just wanted to see if you appreciated slash hated the terrible xbox transition there was one yeah that thing that came down plastic. over yeah, I thought when they, they had this cool where, where graphic that almost it was yeah. went it was like a 
3D embossed like rendered Xbox logo that like came down from the top of the screen, but you could see through the middle of it. And it like there was a part where they had like a render of the Xbox Series X yeah. with like this like pulse. It was almost like the PS5 announcement or right. reveal. And oh sure, and it was like very like cool, and then like this clunky just like and the like garage door of a logo comes down on top of it very clearly. Took the the file renders from one department and then another one put these transitions yeah. over it. It was you know bad. someone You're was right. up all they night. can't afford yeah. better editing. Come on, this is no. Microsoft. I mean, it's that not, stuff is like, hard, it's not a money thing. It's just style. Yeah. Well, they yeah. bought, at least they bought the at least they bought Impact Push. <laughs> oh, you know? Some editing zingers. Yeah, we're, I we're mean, firing off. <laughs> we use it every day. So nobody saves. The editors yeah. are out. Right, All right, then. let's, um, uh, unless anybody else has something they want to touch on, uh, we'll move on. The, the one thing I want to say is that, yes. the, uh, that the medium game doing the dual rendering seems like very tech demo-y. Oh, yeah. Console true. generation, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm not really, in watching it, I didn't, I guess I kind of understood how it would be applied in gameplay, but also I've seen other games do that. Yeah, yeah. And like flip seamlessly between dual rendered worlds, like Titanfall 2 did that in 20, what, 16? 2015 right. maybe right soul uh, reaver did this uh, in a yeah. really messed up way but it, it's not the same it's not the same the way they it's do it because they like basically hacked their engine in a weird way to make the okay yeah i mean it, but and yeah. titanfall it was literally like one on top of the other in space in the in the engine but like yeah i don't know it was cool and it seems seamless but i'm also like what are you what are you gonna do with it just just the fact that i don't want to bring up quibi again in a second piece of content mm-hmm. on inside gaming but like the whole thing where you can like you can rotate between landscape and portrait while you're watching something. And I'm like, why would I do that? <laughs> I don't <laughs> want that. Why? <laughs> right. Yeah. So it remains to be seen how that works. Although the, the grody, grody, like gross uh, horror side is pretty cool. Yes. And she like, I liked cuts all through the, that all flesh. The knuckles and fingers. Yeah. 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 It's yeah, like yeah. a Bexkinski painting. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just hands. Like, Does, <laughs> did this. Did this presentation make you more likely to want an Xbox Series X? Like taking all this in total, did it get you excited about it? Did did it pull ahead of the PS5 in your mind? I, I'm just curious as to everybody's thoughts. It, it, well, they feel like they deprioritized the box itself more than anything. Like I, I actually want it less now. Now that I know how many things are available on Game Pass or XCloud or Xbox One. If you even. have a PC, if I have a yeah, PC, I mean, yeah, so yeah. many things yeah. on on Windows PC. Rings Somebody said that to Halo. Twitter, like, "Well, I have a PC. I don't need to buy one of these." Which is what yeah. they want. Of, I mean, I have a Game don't Pass have gaming already. PCs though. Like, I mean, it's right. I, but Brian I asked me because he values my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but once you can stream it I too the with same Project way, XCloud. But. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I for me it's like I don't know. We've talked about this on this show probably before, but for me, does I wasn't always going to buy it. Like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what it is because it's new video games, and I want to see true. it. That's true. You know, I mean, I'm definitely. I think I'm still. I think I'm still sold on the PS5, which will cost eight hundred dollars. I definitely think yes, from a technical will. perspective, the PlayStation Showcase did a lot better. Uh, like specifically, like I already mentioned, the Ratchet and Clank trailer. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and some of the other stuff they showed. Like like you're saying, Connor, like the the for switching between the worlds, you know, and that one trailer didn't quite work. But in Ratchet and Clank, like that, like when I saw that, I was like, oh, holy crap. And I realized what was happening. And it's, but it's a totally different setting. It's not like the, like the upside down. It's a totally different rendered thing immediately, (laughs) which I think is vastly more impressive. Right. Uh, You're going in and out of different worlds. Right. And not to discount the work that the fine folks over at studio, I don't know, have put into (laughs) the medium. But I mean, like, yes, PS5 is... I don't know. It's it gonna may be not fine. be as technically powerful. I don't sure. know what the teraflops work out to be, but they, they seem to have a very good handle on what to do with the technology. Yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. I feel like they're still they still have the game part of it down in a way that yep. Microsoft doesn't. Yep. Yeah. Uh, not that there aren't good Xbox games, yes, but they and I do think they suffer and they always have from well, I can play most of this on a PC anyway. Right. Which is I mean, we're seeing yep. the division between Stony doing great games and Xbox yes. doing amazing services. Yes. I mean, I'm really excited right. about XCloud. I think it's going to hopefully work really well. Uh, and I, I mean, that's that's the line in the sand, I think. And they, mm-hmm. if they can have great games to go along with it, that's great. But it, I mean, it seems like the the <laughs> they're growing further apart by the day. Yeah, there was an op-ed, I, I think it was in games industry, basically arguing that all three companies now are doing different things. Oh, is this like the console they, they, they wars kind of, over? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was that biz. But, 
yeah. I, I thought that was an interesting argument, though. <laughs> but I mean, Nintendo's always been off on their own for for generations. Blue now. Yeah, Ocean. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what they always say. And there fun. is a yeah, Sony and and Microsoft. Now I think there's there's some real divergence. It seems like yeah, certainly. I'm gonna read that. I have it bookmarked, but I <laughs> but I can't read so. Um, all right, let's uh, let's hit the other headlines. Just I'm gonna do these real. Yeah, quick. let's just uh, totally. Yeah, and, and then we'll go and then we'll go to questions. Uh, we got some info that PS5 pre-orders might be coming soon. Uh, somebody dug into the source code of uh, the the PlayStation Direct shop and basically saw the option to kind of or they're kind of this buried error message about pre-ordering a PS5 that you can only order one at a time. Um, and, and then a, the, an info page went up on Amazon. So maybe we're going to get that sooner rather than later. Maybe Sony's going to jump the sh- uh, uh, jump the gun a little bit and maybe release the PS5 early. I saw today that Microsoft's still on board with basically releasing the Xbox Series X in November. I, they're both probably coming out in November. I think that's the yeah. Only. <laughs> yeah. that's the smart money. Um, uh, Ubisoft is in more trouble. They've had more people leave. Uh, apparently, in Assassin's Creed Odyssey, they wanted to make uh, just the woman character playable, <laughs> but uh, Ubisoft uh, uh, Serge Haskett said women don't sell games. He is no longer with oh, Ubisoft. <laughs> I can I feel that too. I'm playing that game right now, and I'm I'm like I can't imagine this game because I'm playing as Cassandra. I'm like, this wouldn't make sense to me flip flopped. Like I don't I can't I really can't see Alexius being the main character, and it is so funny to get the insight now, so much after the fact that he never was going to be. <laughs> So some some have also said her voice acting is way better than his. Yeah. Too, almost like he was an afterthought. Well, he's the way it works is uh, spoilers for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, but like the other sibling is like an adversary and like right, he he right. plays this like angry character really well. So I'm like I don't I don't think it would work the other way. Yeah, hmm. I think it is super interesting, especially compared and it's a, it's one of those yield gaming discourses where we got this with like Bioshock Infinite while Booker was like the only one on the cover even though Elizabeth was you know a major selling like feature of the game I guess which is really messed up when it's framed that way but yeah like Ubisoft just really stepping in it lately they're not not doing anything uh, right (laughs) both behind the camera and in front of there's that picture i think that accompanied the article that was written about it of like because like yves guimau was very like i would never let uh anything happen to corrupt my morals or this company and then there's a picture of him and like all there's a picture of him and all the guys i think that have been ousted all like at a cocktail bar like drinking and he's like hey and it's like oh yves not a not a great look uh it almost appears that you knew you it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also think about like how much love there is for Cassandra and then just think about Watch Dogs and Aiden Pierce. Like you really chose this just super milk toast, just blandest white dude protagonist. His face is all covered, like if you look at the screens, it's like him looking at a phone. Right. And just like one of gosh, the worst characters. Burning. Uninspired. Yeah. And it's guy so wearing a mask looking at a phone. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They, uh, speaking of Ubisoft, they also said they had a uh, uh, shareholders, uh, sort of the, the, the normal stock reporting. Uh, they said they're going to keep uh, next-gen games at $60 for now. Uh, so we'll, we'll see. Uh, there's been a lot of speculation that they'll go up to 70 <coughs> Who knows? And uh, the last news item, Mixer, RIP. They kind of kept it uh, going uh into today some people were still <laughs> streaming as of oh really uh, thursday yeah. yeah but it's uh it is down now i checked a few hours ago and it's it's officially finally uh, shut down yeah and and they asked uh phil spencer about it he said he didn't have any regrets because you gotta you gotta dream big and can't be afraid of failure and uh <laughs> okay, mixer so. was definitely a failure yeah i'm sure that the streaming community for mixer does not feel the same way <laughs> right right also i, I think this well we were saying like what the fuck is going to happen to that tech to the tech because apparently mixer was hands down like bat in in, like the back end of it or whatever like hands down the best technology for streaming right it just didn't have the community it didn't have like the the fandom that twitch obviously had but like in terms of the tech and yeah the like 
you've far got, better. You've got to imagine better. Twitch is trying to poach some of those people, right? Yeah, I, I could see that. But I, I think, like, to answer Patrick's question directly, I think it what it does is it becomes, like, now uh, some kind of Windows Central or Windows 365 okay. integrated streaming meeting software. Yeah, I was saying, I so bet it'll like become some bad enterprise software. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, which really sucks. Because that's probably yeah. what happens to stuff that, that, that burns out at Google, right? Like, yeah. okay, well, let's just tack this into something else. Or yeah, they sell it off. It right? into, it'll be Microsoft yeah. Teams. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. They, They'll do something with they it. They'll put it shit. in a vault somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it could, um, it could work for xCloud's team. I don't know. I mean, maybe someone at Microsoft can convince like Twitch to share the APIs or whatever, and then, or I don't know how it works. I'm not a technical person, but if they can convince that like stream from your console or stream from your PC with like one push of a button and it leverages that tech somehow to to deliver to Twitch, maybe it's maybe that's how it goes. I don't know. Who could say? No, maybe it it does feel like something that that they'll they'll be able to use in the future, even if it's not for a standalone streaming platform, right? Um, all right, let's go into questions real quick. Uh, we'll, we'll probably just do one or two. <laughs> Austin Vandy asks, will there come a time in consoles when where there is no more to innovate on? Will we hit our limits with the fastest SSDs or the highest frames per second or highest resolution? Will it eventually just be about exclusives and the hardware will have minimal differences? And are we already there? That's a good question. I, I think we are bumping up I think this has been one of the first console generations where it does feel like we're we're uh, not diminishing returns, but we're 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 kind of coming up against the limits. It feels like. Yeah, I I think I think at a certain point it will be like the stuff that gets better and better will just be extreme detail, mm-hmm. right? So like you'll look at a blade of grass and you can zoom into it infinitely and it looks like a real blade of right. grass with detail right. or whatever. But like <laughs> right. At that point, it's like, does that affect my game? No. <laughs> I think yeah. there's always shit to add or improve on, textures, whatever, uh, like world size, backgrounds, whatever it is. Um, but there's definitely a point where it stops really being important or mattering. Yeah, I think there's hardware limitations. There's also money and budget limitations yeah. and, and manpower limitations. And, and I, I think this this generation seems a lot of quality of life, uh, you know, in, improvements. So yeah. just load times, yeah. things like that. I think I think we'll hammer out like smaller stuff, like Patrick is saying, like power consumption and stuff. But I think yeah. beyond this, but yeah. beyond this generation, the most innovation I think is going to be really about how games are made. Not so much how they're played, like I kind of, I think and how they're of, delivered, right? Through stream, or yeah. Through I mean, it's yeah. If, yep. you, if you look at the film industry, it's so much about like, like indie game, like the democratization of a film. So like, I think we'll be in a future where indie game makers can make things that, with a much lower budget and smaller team, can look like yes. incredible prestige yes. stuff. And then you've got like the Christopher Nolans of the world that are you know putting IMAXs on the nose of jet planes and like. Peter well, Jackson to, is right. making things at 48 to. frames per second that look like shit, but he's let, we're letting him do it. And it's yeah. just like, you're going to have the people that are like absolutely pushing it. And you're going to have like 1917. It's all one take. But then you also have people making like indie darlings that I think will be much harder to distinguish from the AAA things of the world. So the consoles yeah, will the just tools make that are, available. The, that's a great comparison. Cause yeah, the tools are getting cheaper. I mean, the yep. new, the new unreal engine is, yeah. is what, like it's going to be free until your first, million yeah. bucks i i think that is the potential to just yep. change so much absolutely so, yeah, it's, and, and it's a time and, saver and think, too yeah and indies have really been one of the biggest stories of the last decade so yeah it's, it's kind of on that lower end and i don't mean in terms of quality but i mean on budget, budget. and staff sizes where i think you're going to see a lot more innovation i kind of largely I think, disagree i think, disagree. D- I think oh. that tech stuff will always there will always be more like think about sony and like yep. the reason that a PlayStation continues to exist is because they want to show they want to sell more TVs and Playstations, right? So yeah, they're yeah. gonna want to have That's a true. box that you can play eight K sound games bars, twelve K games, yeah, sound bars, everything. Like there's always gonna be that need to get faster. And I feel like whenever you yeah. talk to like old school developers like John Ramiro and stuff, they always talk about how excited yeah. they are for like memzisters or resistors and the way like tiny little intricacies of like like power t- 
changes between chips and how memory is stored. It seems like there's always something there to to improve upon. But I think what what Connor really nailed, like really nailed it, like graciously, is like the tools to make things, or, or like in the last decade especially, are becoming more easier. Tools like Unity, right? Like a, a game yeah. engine that's free and you can just get it and make games. Like I think you really nailed it there, Connor. Like that's that's the cool thing about like this this the tech is going to get more more in advance right but then like the barrier to yeah. entry is now going lower lower and it's getting easier to make things that look good yeah of course and and yeah. i mean like like the film and television industry has seen like a, a huge upset from streaming and you know special effects has come so far in the years past and we're not across the uncanny valley, but like we we've gotten better at. But like it's so funny to I was watching um North by Northwest on HBO Max, um, <laughs> and like you're watching it and you're like Hitchcock think that thought that they had it all figured out. Like they just he's like yeah this is film. Like you you ask so many people they're like I don't honestly see I, they would probably be like I don't know how it could get better. <laughs> like, yeah. They kind of you don't do. need color. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and the, yeah, they have. I don't well, they know got that color. They did make classic movies. I don't yeah, know that they did any a great of the improvements job. have actually that's, made things better. But that's what I'm better. saying. It's it gave been us like 18 Transformers. Well, that's that's cool. Uh, Listen, there's always going to be someone who used the tools for evil. Okay, that, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Though. There's so many incremental yeah. things beyond that. Yeah. But really, yeah. they had movie making down pretty early. Like, and, and yeah. it is true that like in 20 years from now we're gonna look back at these games and be like oh my god I can't believe they looked like that you know right. whereas right now we're like they can't get any better I wonder because obviously there will be huge improvements but like if you look so there was like what 10 to 15 years between the NES and the N64 right Yeah, and that was it, I mean if you if you were to show somebody the NES having never seen a video game and then show them N64 those are two colossally different things yes that's right I don't think in 10 or 15 years or whatever from now games are going to look that different I mean yeah even the five year gap like it's basically going to be the same thing and even even PS3 if you look at most PS3 games the vast majority of PS3 games they all not not graphically but design wise they kind of look control feel pretty fucking similar to the way games are now yeah that's that i think that's all like super fair and valid and 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 i think that inspiration does come from like the indie space right people who really i mean my favorite bands growing up were always like 16 year old kids that were making some noise that you'd you'd never heard before right and i think the same is true of like indie games like the they're the ones that are gonna like push the boundaries and, and take like because they're they're a little um, less risk averse, I guess. Like for for big AAA games, it's all about minimizing risk. And for like game yeah, creators, and designed by committee, exactly. and you know yeah. corporate overlords, and yeah. And when you're I creating think, I stuff think to be artful, like you're you're pushing that. You're you're trying to maximize the risk. Like I'm going to do something right. no one's done before because I need right. so many people to see my game. Yeah. I think the 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 really cool, exciting thing, which I think Evan, you were is essentially what you were saying, is that like they're going to have so much more fucking memory mm-hmm. and all that stuff to work with. Yes. We will see really cool, like that uh, Ratchet and Clank thing, just mm-hmm. simultaneously warp. Like, I think we'll see really cool tech stuff in terms of that. But yeah, there is definitely all a point where the graphics gonna... don't, it's like, <laughs> yeah. this doesn't need to be improved. Yeah. Nintendo yeah. proves it every year, right? Like, yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. Although in some, in some ways, I feel like it'll just make them lazier and we'll just get a one terabyte modern warfare. Coming. Well, that's exactly you know, what's happening. Like, there was a Batman game idea. where they just didn't Giant compress the audio. Piece of shit. That's right. Sub G5. It's 500 people drop onto an island. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And the island's right. five times bigger. <laughs> oh. All right. We are up on time, so let's call it there. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye, losers. Bye. See oh, ya, boy. nerds. Don't listen to Patrick.